there, and welcome to Wilmington Writes, a WCTV podcast for Wilmington writers. On each episode, we feature a Wilmington writer who will read their work or an excerpt thereof and tell us a little bit about the inspiration behind the selection they share. Let's listen in and see who's in the guest writer's chair today. Well, hello there, friends. This is Lisa Capala of WCTV. I think you know that already. And this is episode number nine. Wow, nine episodes already. We have with us today Ruthie Baker. I met Ruthie a very long time ago when she was a very young, prolific writer. What were you, about eight years old, I think? Yeah, I think I was about nine, eight, nine years old. And you had written a book with your dad at that time. And I think that's why you were on Where's Wellington to talk about that, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. My dad and I wrote a book called Ruthie B. Goose. Yes, and it was really good. So, you know, if you guys want to get it, it was a good little book and I still have the copy somewhere in my house. Probably autographed by me. (laughs) It was, and that was so cute. But we're here for something different. Now you're all grown up and you've gone to college and you just graduated. So congratulations. Thank you very much. Yes. And among your other honors, you also won the Wilmington Memorial Library's Poetry Contest in the adult category, correct? Yes, that's correct. Cool. How many other um, applicants were there or uh, people, writers, I should say? Do you I'm know? not sure the number of applicants, yeah. but I know there's different categories. So like the adult category is, I think, anyone above 18. So okay. probably many. Were you surprised when you won? Yeah, I was. I really? submitted last year and I got honorable mention okay. and I thought that was a big deal. <laughs> so right. So it was, it was really exciting. Yes. And I saw your picture in the paper. How wow. nice yes. to be able to have a little notoriety within the town. And it's so exciting. Yeah. So let's get started with the usual questions we ask on this program. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I think I've sort of covered some of that, but I'm sure folks would like to know a little more. Yeah, absolutely. Well, my name's Ruthie. I grew up here in Wilmington. Um, My parents moved to Wilmington in about 2005, so I've been here most of my life. And I went to Wilmington Public Schools through middle school, and then I went to um, Austin Prep for middle school, and I went to Dana Hall for high school. And then I just graduated from Emory University in Atlanta. Congratulations. Thank you. And welcome home. Yes. And you're going on to grad school. Tell I us am. a little about that. Yes, I'm going to UMass Amherst in the fall. I'll be starting a graduate uh, uh, teaching assistantship. So I'll be working in their photography department and teaching cool. intro photography and working in their darkroom, um, getting my MFA. It's a three-year program. Nice. And your uh, field of study when you left Emory was? It was film and media studies at Emory. And now at UMass, I'm going to be working in their visual arts arts photography department. So how much do you feel your ability to write effectively helps with film and photography? Yeah, well, I think film and photography are both about storytelling. And writing for me has always been about storytelling. Um, My father and I started trading stories back and forth at our kitchen table when I was like six or seven years old. And it's just sort of taken on a life of its own. I've always just been a creative person. And so combining writing and visual arts has been my life for the past 10 years. Right. And I think it makes sense because if you're going to direct, you could even write the script yourself too. But if you do any script reading or you have to do any film work, you have to sort of have a sense of how to communicate those visions on the screen. Right. I think filmmakers have to be good writers or at least have to have uh, a good sense of storytelling and a good sense of Uh, what makes a character interesting or what makes a a story capture your attention. Um, I think good writers are are the people that make good movies. Right. I mean, and how would you know the motivation of the character for directing a scene if you hadn't 
read the work completely and understood how the writer or get in the writer's head, I guess, is what I want to say. Yeah, I think what makes a good writer is somebody who has some real emotional depth and they can kind of capture the true essence of a character and put themselves in another person's place. And the same thing is true of a filmmaker. So somebody who can show the audience another person's life and put the audience in that person's shoes. Right. And then you get the Oscar. Yes, and then you get the Oscar. Okay. Uh, When did you start writing? I know you said since you were a little kid, you probably can't remember a time when you didn't. Yeah, I can't remember a time where I wasn't writing. Um, From a young age, my parents always got me little, like, empty notebooks as gifts and little storytelling, uh, I don't know, packages and gifts and stuff like that. Why do you like writing? Why do you do it? It's, it's an emotional outlet. I think for me, writing is sort of a spontaneous thing, especially for the poems that I write. They come to me when I'm experiencing something very powerful and then I, I have to write it down to get it out or just put it down on paper to help myself understand it. Okay. Do you keep uh, writing material next to your bed so that when you wake up after a dream, you can write down stuff or do you keep notebook in your car like how do you do it yeah I wish I wish I used pen and paper a little bit more I am I am a fully a computer in uh what do you call it uh, well, digital you, native yes I'm a digital I was gonna native. say technology has changed so much um you know probably nobody uses paper anymore I'm probably the novice at this point yeah. but I meant do you sometimes writers say they get inspiration even in the shower or they'll get inspiration when they sleep they wake up and they have to immediately either write it down or text it to themselves yeah or I put everything in my notes app so poems for me start usually as like a one phrase or like a word that gets kind of repeated in my Mm. head and then I'll just write that word down Mm -hmm. or write that phrase down and build upon it later Mm. so it's often something that just starts as like a single phrase a work in progress yes kind of sounds like songwriting a little bit too yeah I think it is it's a similar process for me Yeah. yeah okay what are you working on now um, I'm not writing anything right now. As I said, poems are kind of a spontaneous thing for me. I, right. I, I don't have the discipline to sit down and just force myself to write. It comes mm-hmm. out when it happens. It just So it's organic for yes. you. Okay. Let's see. Are there any creative rituals you use to get yourself in the mood to write? Yeah, I think I have to like start doing anything creative in order to sort of get that part of my brain going. I really like to make collages. So I cut up a lot of my newspapers or magazines or old postcards and and I kind of glue them together and make new images from them. And I think having that creative exercise of taking something uh, and making it into a new piece of art is Mm. something I think about um, writing. I feel it's pretty similar for me. I'll start with a small idea and it'll grow and get bigger. Interesting. It's interesting to me that you have both of those fields combined. It seems to me a lot of writers mainly write or a lot of artists mainly do art, but you're combining the two, which is really fascinating. So you must have really tapped into your creative process completely to be able to juggle both of those effectively. Yeah, I don't know if I'm the most tapped into my own creative process, but for me, they go hand in hand. I really love photo books. So like books that have both photography and writing and that use the photos to tell a story, but the writing to tell a different story. Mm. I really like that combination. That's what I ended up doing for my honors thesis. When I graduated college, I made a photo book. Wow. Um, And so I really like the combination of visual arts and writing because for me, they're both a very creative process and they're both really emotionally tied to the same thing. They're connected. And you feel fulfilled 
when either type of project is completed. Yes, absolutely. Right? Okay. What suggestions might you have for fellow writers or creators like yourself? I think you need to read. Like, in order to be a good ah. writer, you have to read a lot. I read a lot of poetry, which I think is what inspired me to start writing poetry. Um, I don't write very rhythmic or, like, very floral poetry. Um, I, I really like um, poets like Charles Bukowski. Mm. Um, I think... Once you find a writer who matches your your speaking style and, and speaks in the same way that you think, right. I think it, it proves to you that you can be a writer. I think hmm. anyone can write. There's just different styles of writing. Oh, well, how fascinating. I like that. If we'd like to read more of your work, how can we do that? I think we discussed that folks can reach out to me. So I'm Lisa at WCTV.org. That's L-I-S-A at WCTV.org. And if you'd like to get in touch with Ruthie, I will be the conduit for that. So if you have questions for her or you want to read more of her work or you'd like to pick her brain, you can contact me and I will forward that information to her. What will you be sharing with us today, and what inspired the piece you're sharing? Yes, I'll be sharing my poem with you that won the Town Poetry Contest. It's called The Trifecta, and it's okay. based on um, an experience I had where my family and I went to the Suffolk Downs horse racing track hmm. a couple of years ago. Okay. And the poem is... is uh, well, the prompt was about adventure, and so there's there's a sort of layering of adventure here. The the surface level is my experience going to the racetrack, and then the other layer is um, the adventure of my parents passing on their memories to me and sharing cool. their history with me. And so you are all of how old now? I'm 22. 22. Yes. You look fabulous oh, for 22. You. <laughs> so you wrote this last year, so you would have been... 21 or did yes. you write it a little I wrote this your... about a year ago maybe okay. a year and a half ago so okay. I was about just 21. so we can get some perspective as to you know where you were at in your life at yeah. that time and you were still in college you hadn't graduated still yet, in college right? hadn't graduated yet still really on the cusp of like just starting to understand growing up wow. I mean I still am now yeah. but I think right at this point in my life I was just starting to come to terms with getting a little bit older right. and realizing that you know my parents aren't going to be around forever and and starting to really appreciate the stories that they tell me and, and realizing that the things that they pass on to me, um, those are pieces of family history. And I, I really think that that's like hmm. um, a very beautiful thing. And I wanted to keep that alive. That is. And I'm glad you wrote it. All right. Go ahead, Ruthie Baker. Please read your poem, The Trifecta, for us. Yes, of course. Okay. I haven't been here in 20 years, but it's the exact same, he tells me. When your mother and I were dating, I took her and my grandfather here. She had never been to the track before. She knew nothing about horse racing. I gave her 10 bucks and told her to bet on whoever she wanted. Pop loved the races, but he couldn't bet for his life. He never won big, even once. Your mother won over $300 that day. Pop was pissed. It drove him crazy until the day he died. I can only imagine these people I never truly knew. A young couple accompanying an old man to the races. Beginner's luck preserved only in the memories of a dead man too longing for their misplaced youth, and now me. 
Wow. I got goosebumps <laughs> when you read that because I know your dad and I remember your mom too. And you have a brother also, right? Yes, I have an older brother. Yes, yes. And I, I was picturing that was so rich with oh, so much feeling that I wanted to hear more. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, that's the end of this poem. But yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a really good one. Is there anything final you'd like to share with us before we let you go back to your real exciting life? Yeah, well, you mentioned my family. I'd love to just get a quick shout out to my dad. He runs yes. a, a sports collecting podcast called TTM Cast. So anyone who likes sports, go listen to that. Cool. Um, And just a shout out to my mom and my brother who have always supported me. Wonderful. Well, I wish you every success, and I can't wait to see and hear more of the amazing things that you're doing. And I'm so glad that I knew you when you were little, and now I know you when you're a lovely young lady, and I can't wait to see all the amazing things that you do. So be sure you you share it with the community so we can let everybody know that Wilmington is doing some pretty cool things. Yes, of course. I'll be back 10 years from now when I'm 32. (laughs) And I'll be 70. So who knows if I'll still still be be here, here. right? (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, Ruthie Baker, for being with us today. And thank you for listening to another episode of Wilmington Writes. Thank you for joining us for Wilmington Writes. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on this podcast or know a Wilmington resident who should be, shoot us an email at lisa at wctv.org. That's L-I-S-A at WCTV.org. And we'll reserve your spot in the guest writer's chair. Until next time, keep writing, keep reading, and keep listening.